0: Supreme Court has said that uh, Mike Smith, the activist, can go ahead, sue seven New Zealand companies over the greenhouse gas emissions. Unanimous ruling too, which was interesting. Uh, defendants failed to have the case struck out. Uh, Magdalen Chambers, barrister and specialist in environmental law, Rob Enright's with us on this. Rob, morning to you. Good morning. I see this is a massive fishing expedition, is it or not? <laughs>
1: uh, it's an interesting way of putting it, um, because the seven corporates who oppose Mike Smith's action said exactly that, that um, you know managing carbon footprints for corporates in New Zealand should be left to Parliament and not the courts. And so one angle is there is a degree of judicial activism, but on the other hand, what we have here is Mike Smith and his lawyers relying on ancient uh, causes of action, basically that are property law and tort law related, um, and so it, there is scope to run the argument, and What's interesting is the analogy the court itself drew to the Industrial Revolution, where we had, in the, when we had the Industrial Revolution at the time, um, the idea of factories being liable for polluting the environment was novel, mm. but obviously not novel now. And their view um, this may be a similar thing for the
0: uh, carbon footprints for, for, for corporates. That's a massive bow. But I mean, you know, they've ruled what they've ruled. Having said that, say he wins it all, say it's a slam dunk win. So what happens to all the people who pollute that aren't the seven? And what happens yeah. to a country at the bottom of the world that has no real consequential effect on the globe and it's a global issue, not a New Zealand issue? How does that play out?
1: Well, I mean, again, it's interesting because the gates have been open to litigation against... Um, the court mentions there are 15 New Zealand corporates responsible for, I think, 75% of our, our carbon footprint. So you've got seven now. What's going to happen to the other eight is the question to ask. Um, in terms of your bigger question, um, the issue of climate change was treated basically as a given, um, and New Zealand, as you say, is a small contributor in, in a global sense, but the argument here was, well, um, it's time for New Zealand corporates, and the seven companies in particular, to address their carbon footprint, regardless of it being a very small proportion of the total.
0: It's, I find this stuff endlessly fascinating but I'm also painfully aware that it's fantastically expensive and time-consuming. Do the courts have nothing better to do?
1: (laughs) Uh, The courts have got a lot of important things to do, and I I think um, the arguments here were about uh, climate change is a global emergency and every country needing to do it, but um, litigation's always been a lever that you can use in relation to policy change. And I think the key question will be for the government What are they going to do about it? Are they going to let the courts continue or are they going to step in and and say this is actually a question for government and not not, um, uh, the judiciary?
0: Follow it with a great deal of interest. Rob, appreciate your expertise very much. Rob Enright, uh, Magdalene uh, Chambers, barrister and um, head of Chambers.
1: For more from the Mike Asking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.